Both New Zealand and Australia have rejected claims by Solomon Islands Prime Minister Manase Songovare that they delayed their respective budgetary support promises made to the Pacific Island country, prompting him to seek funding assistance from China. Manase Songovare made the statement on Monday afternoon in a press conference after his visit to Beijing. Kuroi Hawkins reports. Manasseh Songovare and his delegation of MPs attracted criticism in local media throughout their trip to China last week. It started with an uproar over a remark he made upon arriving in China. The comment, I'm back home, was only the start of Mr Songovare's woes. It was followed by accusations that the trip, which he insists was funded by China and the private sector, might actually have been paid for by Solomon Islands taxpayers. Concerns were also raised about a possible new policing agreement with Beijing. But it was this statement made during a press conference in Honiara yesterday that raised eyebrows in New Zealand and Australia. As some of you may already know, um, some of our donor uh, partners who have uh, committed themselves to provide budgetary support uh, to us this year have, uh, have seen ch- uh, changed their position and then delayed their assistance to, to us, and we are struggling to really finance the uh, 2023 uh, budget. And uh, as I said, this has left this country and uh, people in predicament, in a predicament. However, I am uh, glad uh, and really delighted to announce that the People's Republic of China has stepped up and uh, committed itself to, to meet this uh, uh, shortfall by providing the budgetary support that is needed for 2023. When asked to expand on this, Manase Songoware responded in Solomon Islands Pigeon that before he left on the trip, Cabinet heard that budgetary funding expected from several donor partners, including New Zealand, Australia, Japan and the World Bank, had been delayed. So we've analysed that in different ways, but that's how it is. It's their money, we respect them and their taxpayers. If they want to help us or not help us, that's how it is. But because of that, it has put a little bit of pressure on the budget, especially our priority to fund the Pacific Games. However, a Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade spokesperson told RNZ the New Zealand government has not withheld or delayed any budget support to Solomon Islands. Aotearoa New Zealand remains committed to our development partnership and over the past year has provided $10.1 million New Zealand dollars in budget support to Solomon Islands, including for education, economic reform and Pacific Games support. In a statement to the ABC, Australia's Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade also denied the Australian government had backtracked on any formal commitments. Australia has delivered on our budget support commitments to Solomon Islands this year. The support has been provided across numerous sectors in Solomon Islands, including health, education and elections. Manasse Songobare eventually conceded that some of this funding was expected to arrive in government coffers this month, but insisted his country would need all the help it could get to deliver on its main priority for this year, which is to deliver the Pacific Games in November. That's how it is. We need to have enough resources there in terms of our revenue. I'm sure it will pick up, pick up already. Maybe the money that our friends have mentioned, probably it has already come because they said it would be by mid-July or towards the end of July it should come. Once it comes, that's great. We really need to have some resources there to successfully host the Pacific Games. 
During the press conference, Manasseh Songobare also questioned what he described as the unneighborly and coercive diplomatic approach of targeting China-Solomon Islands relations and labeled it as foreign interference in the affairs of Solomon Islands. Mr Songobare has not responded to RNZ's questions regarding New Zealand and Australia's rebuttals.